You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Listening to Glory 93.9 FM. It's girl talk time. It's, it's girl talk time, y'all. Happy Monday to all of you. Happy Monday to everybody yes, out yes. there. Listen, I sleepy. <laughs> How you get sleepy? I sleepy, man, JJ, man. I sleepy, man. You need a rest, baby. Yeah, I need, I need to sleep. To, I need sleep. Lord God, I need sleep. Um, This, 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 um, I don't know if anybody else having some issues like adjusting to life, like in this COVID situation, <laughs> trying to figure out how to live and who to be and oh, <laughs> how your sleep pattern's supposed to be and all of that stuff. It's been a little bit of an adjustment, mm. just a smidge. I'm the only one, right? Mm. I'm the only one who's trying to figure out life, right? No, man, you're not alone. Okay. All right. I didn't you think I was. Alone. I didn't think I was the only one. So, yeah, I, I try to, you know, just try to. Trying to figure she out. <laughs> I trying. I trying. So I little on the sleepy side. But good morning. Yeah, I had a rough morning too. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Girl Talk. We're going to have a awesome conversation today. I'm excited. Um, and I do apologize that we were not in studio last week. That was completely my fault. Um, your girl tried to be Shira, Superwoman. And Wonder Woman all at the oh, same time. Uh-huh. That was not a good idea. That was a horrible idea. Oh, Lord. Um, but, but how are you doing? I'm doing much better now. 
I'm doing much better now, and um, I won't be doing that again. <laughs> she's good. She's good. Yesterday she was walking without crutches, so she's good. That's good. That's she's good. good. So she's she's um, up on her feet now and and um, getting better. Yeah, that's good. And um, yeah, she's not the kind to stay down. Well, I know. You know, Miss Busybody. So, mm. <laughs> so we we talking today. Let's dive right in. We're talking today about toxic relationships. That's what we're talking about. Or toxic yeah. people or toxic in general. Just toxic. Just plain, just plain old toxic point blank period. That's what we're talking mm-hmm. about today. And I don't even remember how we got there. Do you remember how we got here? We'd be all over the place sometimes. I don't remember how we got there, but um, we're going to be talking about um, just toxic in general. And um, I, um, when I was reflecting in preparation for today's show, oh man, I was asking myself, um, do you have any toxic relationships in your life, Marisha? Ooh, I don't know. You have so any is toxic? there a difference between like toxic and just like being negative? Or is like that's the same thing. I don't know. Let's make a definition of what toxic is. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What do you think? Mm, everything about them is just negative. <laughs> everything about the person it's is negative. When something mm-hmm. is toxic, when something is toxic, that means it poisons and kills. Deadly. So negativity would be somebody who's negative all the time. Abortion. Then they would be. I think what makes it toxic. What makes it talk. What makes the negative person in your life toxic, toxic. is the fact that they remain there. Mm. I think that's what makes it toxic. Mm. If you have somebody in your life who is always negative, and then you you speak to their negativity, then I I think then that's you being intentional towards your friend. Mm-hmm. But if you know you have this person in your life who's always negative and you don't speak to it, you just let it rest, then that's toxic. That's a toxic relationship. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Yeah. And you don't let it, you know, when you just let when you just let it sit, like you don't deal with it. Right, 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 right. Because it's being toxic. Yeah. You're not dealing with it. Um, yeah. So it's doing what it's, it's doing. It's being well, toxic. Think about it in its, um, its basic form. It doesn't, the relationship doesn't help. It's killing the relationship. It's bringing you down. Them, I don't know, whatever. Uh, yeah. It's not being dealt with. In its most or, basic or, form. Mm-hmm. When we're talking about something being toxic, like physically, mm-hmm. toxins in the body. Mm-hmm. It's, some, it's something that poisons. It's something that's negative. And eventually kills. And eventually kills. Yes. Eventually. It's a poison. It's a poison, yeah. It's a poison. So, with that laid out, mm-hmm. what what poisonous relationships do we have? What yeah. poisonous people? Um, I can speak for myself. I recognized that. Um, hey, Summer. I recognized, happy belated birthday, Summer. I realized that sometimes a relationship can be toxic, but it's not that the person is toxic. Mm-hmm. Let me explain. Mm-hmm. Some people, your time or their time in your life is mm-hmm. expired. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's done. Right. You know, in terms of the closeness of your relationship. Mm-hmm. And we're not, we're not, um, we're not going to turn it into a, a matter of, oh, they're a horrible person because their time is expired. Sometimes relationships just simply okay. do that. They yeah. just expire. It's just, it's just time up. It's, you know. Mm-hmm. 
you know, it's okay. It's okay. If something is if if away. this relationship is done, it's absolutely fine. I, I like because I'm thinking of of something that would at one point, like for example, it may, it may be a medicine or even a food, a piece of fruit, fruit or food, right? That at one point was good for you, exactly. And now and it's now rotten. it's rotten. Or it's, it's expired. Right. So to take it now, it's just not. So it's there's wow. nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with that fruit, you know, because if you let it rot and you sit there and you let it dry, it tastes really good. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, and then it could be used for other things. That's true. That's true. It can be used. It has a use. It's evolved. It's evolved. But the use is no longer okay. applicable to your life. Okay. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. And I'm getting, the, I like, I'm sorry, I like to draw analogies and like right. whatever. Just to uh-huh. help me understand and, you know. Okay. Because I'm thinking too, when we say toxic relationships too, like, <laughs> I'm thinking about, I know we, I know we have all watched um, um, Snapped at one point, right? <laughs> and it's Snapped, right? You hear about relationships, you hear about situations where Marisha, like, the wife or whoever or a friend was just putting little drops of cyanide not enough to kill at that point but just a little bit i have to confess i've never watched snap so now you're scaring me so what what what, what do people just do they just talk about women who snapped in relationships or so they drop in poison and some people depends on how they they kill them you serious my come on my you never watch snap no i i um i will open the door <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. Oh, it's just amazing how everyone just thinks that they can just get away with it, but they always get catching the end. You know, that's, I mean, that's it, right? Really? But, but in any event, my thing is, okay. about you talking about poison, sometimes, okay, putting a little drop of something, something that's, that could be in, in, in a huge dose could really kill you like that, right? But, but they put it in like little, little oh time. my gosh. So if you have something where you, are, you might be in a relationship, and so sometimes we don't, I say that to say that sometimes we don't see because it's just these little things. It's just these little stuff. And over time, over time, you realize, oh, my God, how did I deal with this all, all this, this time? time? I didn't see it. And then I think, too, what happens, too, is I know for me, from, from my personal experience, one of the things that I recognize is that I've changed, but the person hasn't changed. Right. So the changes that I have made... And now how I relate to this person, this person now becomes toxic to me because they they may have not changed or they may have changed in the opposite direction from how I have. Right. And so the relationship kind of it doesn't it doesn't feed into into one another. Now it starts to actually Mm -hmm. be poisonous Mm -hmm. to one another. So the person that the person that I could probably once rely on or um, or even relate. We mm-hmm. could relate to one another. Now we can't relate because, you know, you're, you and that, you're going in that direction and I'm going in this direction. And mm-hmm. so um, I think the, the thing that's interesting about it is that I think we've made, I think we, okay, it's definitely a hashtag social media thing, this toxic relationship conversation. It's mm-hmm. definitely a big thing. We like to label people as toxic. We like to um we like to say to people or we like the we are a part of a cutoff generation. People who don't have grace, who mm-hmm. don't like you don't hold on to people and relationships. When you say you done, you done and and like mm-hmm. and I feel like we we label people negatively as well too. Mm-hmm. When the season, the relationship is over. I hate to use the word season, but it's true. When the relationship has come to an end, when that season for that individual in your life is done. I think we 
we lambaste them sometimes. I don't know. I don't know what it is about this generation and doing that, but that's just how it is. That's just how it is from my observation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's important to know, I think it's important to know what's really toxic from what isn't. Mm-hmm. So take, for example, I had a I had a relationship that I was in Italia. I'm talking about like an actual relationship, like me with a with a guy. And um it was an abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. Right? And no one knew. Mm-hmm. I don't let anybody know. I don't let anybody know. And when I say abusive, I'm not talking about physically abusive. I mean the way that this person spoke to me, the way they treated me. Um, it was very bipolar. It was very bipolar. It was like one minute I was queen. The next minute I was trash. Mm. And I never knew which person I was running into whenever I would go and connect with this individual. Whenever we would spend time together, I would never know who I was going to meet. Right. Um, and so there was this constant fear on the inside of me like, oh, boy, who am I going to be? Who am I going to run into today? But I stayed in that relationship for almost a year Italia and I stayed in that relationship because it was toxic but it brought something that I wasn't getting from anywhere else Mm. so because it brought that I held on to it Mm -hmm. and I tried to tell myself that the good outweighed the bad Mm -hmm. not realizing the damage that it was doing to me Mm -hmm. not realizing that this person was literally breaking me down destroying my self-esteem destroying my self-confidence literally destroying me and it wasn't like from the outside and it was from the inside out Mm-hmm. I at anything that I did for them was never good enough. Mm-hmm. And then the one time when they did say, Oh babe, thank you for doing this. Like I would hold on to that as the mm-hmm. truth of the relationship mm-hmm. and not look at the negative stuff that was happening where every other thing I did was horrible. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't do it the right way. This is not what I wanted. Like that kind of thing. And you don't know how to do this and you don't know how to do that. And blah, 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 blah. So I stayed in that situation Holding on to the small truths, telling myself that the relationship wasn't toxic, that this person meant me well because they kept coming back after me Mm. when I would say I'm done and I'm walking away and I'm like they kept coming back. And so I told myself that's what love is. Love is when someone continues to come back Mm. and chase you. After you decide to leave. I mean, it's it's amazing that the the constructs that we make up in our minds. And so. I didn't realize the relationship was toxic until someone pulled me out of it. Hmm. Someone said, Marisha, no, come get out of here, get out of this. And then when they gave me an objective point of view of what they were seeing. And, and to be honest with you, I didn't intentionally allow this person to see it. They saw me one day when a situation between me and the person ended up being public. And then they was like, Marisha, I can't believe that. And then they started to ask me questions and then they started to make other observations of situations where I maybe said I was coming somewhere and then I decided I wasn't coming no more or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they was like, so it had to do with this person. And And so they started to make, you know, conclusions by deductions. Mm -hmm. And so they said to me, no, you need to come out of here. And they laid out for me, here's what I see based upon what you described to me in this one thing that I observed. And they gave me their objective point of view. And when I sat down and like, I guess you could say rehearsed in my mind what this individual said to me, that's when I realized that the relationship was actually toxic. Mm -hmm. And that this person who I was claiming loved me did not actually really love me. Mm -hmm. 
but I couldn't see it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see it, which is why I relate so much to the women who, who people, um, I feel like they, they degrade them sometimes, mm-hmm. um, or they call them stupid or ignorant because they can't see, they can't see how bad this relationship is that mm-hmm. they're in. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of times you look at them and be like, you crazy, you letting this man beat you, you crazy, yeah. you crazy, um, you can't see that, you know, that that girl who you call your girlfriend, she don't mean you well. Like, it's it's about perspectives, it's about understanding, and it's about, um, I guess you could say conditioning. Mm-hmm. Because if if from my conditioning, if from my understanding as an individual, um, love looks like this, then when you say to me, I need to get away from this person, I'm looking at you like, what you mean? Exactly. No, because this person loves me. me. Like, this is love. Mm -hmm. And so I think that so many of us, we we make judgments about people and and we label them. mm -hmm. And I want to add to that. I think, too, sometimes we kind of misjudge, too. um, Emotions. Emotions are really deep-rooted. Yes. And they're not easily disconnected. You know, um, to see, because we develop um, how we feel and emotions toward a person over time, Mm -hmm. you know, and these emotions are connected. Like you said, there's so many things Mm -hmm. and experiences in the relationship. And so it's not easy to it's not easy to just sever yourself from someone no, no. you know um and, and talking about toxic relationships i even want i want to talk about friendships um girlfriends you know yes. um i i feel like i've been in relationships with um some girlfriends where they weren't they they could be considered toxic what do you mean by that explain that in that um their perception of um the world is very negative Ah. Right, and they a lot of times try to kind of put their perception, their perception of the world, and and their ex- experience on you, be it on you, yeah, whether um it may be a work environment or from their right. family right, environment, right, right. whatever. Right. And I found myself in I, I had one or two relationships like that with girlfriends, and I stayed in these relationships um mm-hmm. because I don't know because. <laughs> I know you all probably say Italians try come off like some perfect person or whatever, but when, because I genuinely had, I have a love for them, and I love them, and I see, I see the good in them, you know, kind of way. Yeah, I see the good in them, and so for me, my my, my approach would now. There were times I think I'm much, I'm, I'm a very different person now okay. than I was then, okay. and so there were times when I allowed what they, the way they thought and the way they spoke to influence me. But now, as I grew in those relationships, okay. I didn't do. I, I I saw where I would stand up to it. I'd be like, no, no, I don't think you should look at it from that perspective. I think you should look at it like this, or I think this is such and such. Or now, I don't know how much of an impact I would have made on them, but I I I. I made a decision as I grew in those relationships to stand my ground that their perception of their thoughts and their feelings is not necessarily my feelings and my thoughts. Because I find in relationships, what a lot of people tend to do is if they're not strong enough, they tend to sway to either someone else's opinion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Being afraid either um, of being rejected or that, or maybe not a feeling that 
their their position may not be accepted or they may be looked down or laughed at or right, right. I don't know, whatever. And so people don't and they accept. They accept. Um, like I said, for, for a long time, I didn't say anything. I just allowed. And then when I when I'd get to myself, I'd be like, gee, that was so that was a nasty thing to say. Or I don't, I don't really feel that way. Or, you know, and I and I didn't. But I but I and at, at the end of the day, I think I didn't allow them and their negativity to overwhelm me. I didn't. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm that person. I, I have conversations with myself. I talk to myself and I assess things and conversations. I've, I may have a conversation with someone, um, you know, maybe yesterday. And I'll, I'll be thinking about that. What, you know, why? I wonder why they said what they said. Or I wonder if I really feel the way they feel about about that. You know, I have I have an opinion. You're so nice. Yeah. And strong. Yeah, but I, I have because <clears throat> I think I think that for me, my experience has been I've allowed I've allowed so many times, and this this might be, might surprise people about me, but I've allowed so many times people's perspective and their opinion to become my truth. Just, yeah, um, and so for for so long, and if I if I'm honest, I think there. There are still times now in my present where I struggle with it, mm-hmm. where someone will make a comment or they will say something and it may be something said in jest or it it may be just something said like without any kind of consideration taken from mm-hmm. my feelings or whatever. And I hold on to it. Mm-hmm. I hold on to it. And uh-huh. it I don't necessarily see it as... Um, how can I say this? I don't necessarily see it as something that I need to get rid of. I I start to to analyze myself in light of what, what the person said. said. Is that really true? And so I start to say, well, is this true about me? And then the, is this true part doesn't last long because the moment it's almost like the moment that the person says it to me, I take it as truth, and mm. and I just I take it in. Mm-hmm. I take. I had I take an it experience. In. I had an experience with that um, recently. And I, I actually, I go through that process too, Marisha. I go through that process where, um, you know, you, you think about what, it, what was said. Maybe is, is there some truth to this? Maybe I really do need to, you know, look at myself, blah, blah, blah. Like someone called me unprofessional. Whoa. Yeah. And I didn't respond to it because I was like, I was really taken aback by it. Right. Right. And I was like, now this really hurt because I try to be a professional i try to that's interesting do and i and i did hold on to that i held on to that but like i say i always kind of i'm always kind of analyzing thinking about it thinking about it thinking about oh, where it. it came from yeah, why would this why, person say that what, were there observations and i said you know at the end of the day i came to the conclusion that that's not me i refuse to accept that because see no one is perfect no you see, and so don't 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 ex- put such a, a high standard on me like this perfect. Ah, uh, I got you. You know, and expect me to be, and I could never be that. <laughs> no one could ever be that, right? And so don't put that pressure on me and cause me to kind of question myself and doubt myself, blah blah blah. When I know, in fact, while we're all striving for perfection, you know, mm. we're all striving for perfection, and and I know. 
I know within myself and, and those close to me, they know that Atalia really tries and she does what she can do to be the professional. So I refuse. So not at the end of it, I said, you know what? Because at one point I almost had to accept it because it was of one thing. I said, no, that's not you. And you know that's not you. And I refuse to accept that, that I'm not a professional. And I know who I am. I want to get a comment in here. Oh, man, I've le- I have left a friendship because she always ran everyone down to me. I was so dumb not to realize she must be saying things like that about me to others. But I left her because she always made me so sad. Mm. Mm. Wow. I think um, I think the most important thing is that we are being intentional. I think that's that's the part. That's the key thing here. This the intentionality. Natalia, I I think it's good that friends, real friends, highlight the things in your life that that you need to work on. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a way to do things. Yeah, I think there's a way to do things, and I think that it's abundantly clear when someone's intentions towards you are good and when they're not good. So. That's another thing. I have a problem. I have a problem with the fact that there are people who feel like they could tell you. <laughs> I know, right? Tell me. Like, you, you're you going to tell me. You, you're going to tell me how to act. You're going to tell me this thing that you I did, Marisha, was wrong. The way that you responded was incorrect. No, I like that. I don't like that if... if I, you know when somebody is saying something to you and it's their intent to rub in your face the thing that you did wrong. wrong. Hey. Like, you know it. You could feel it. Mm-hmm. They are, the way that they come across, mm-hmm. like, the, the tone in their voice, like, it's like, you you know, you know, like, this person this person doesn't mean you well. This person is pointing this thing out mm-hmm. because it's almost like they want to say, well, you got this wrong, but I don't I don't get yeah. things like this wrong. Right. Um, you know, yeah. I, I, I don't do stuff like this. Yeah. Um, I just want to pause for those who are tuning on 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 um, I, our, on our on our radio. You can call in. The number is eight two five five four three three. And then, of course, those of you who are tuning on Facebook Live, mm-hmm. the number is pinned right there. If you want to call in to give your thoughts, eight two five five four three three. We're talking about just being toxic, point blank. Period. <laughs> no, I have a, no, I have a problem with that, Italia. Uh-huh. I have a problem with the fact that. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ho, 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 ho. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the ho, 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 Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Your intention to highlight the thing that I've done wrong comes from a negative place. No, like, what? Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, wait. You are not Jesus. You are not God. You are not perfection in skin. Yeah. So don't come at me like that. Yeah. Don't. Mm-hmm. Don't. If you really, if you really mean well, 
If you really do mean well, I I should feel that. That's not something that that should sit in you. Yeah. Your intention toward me that you mean well. That should not just only reside in you. I should feel that in the conversation. conversation. When you come at me, when you talk to me, I should feel like this person is saying this thing to, to me to make me a better person. person. Not to rub it in my face. Don't, 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 Adaya. <laughs> yes. Don't and come at me. The, no, I, that's how I feel. I want to mention too, what about relationships too where where the person may not be necessarily toxic to you, but to themselves. Like, Well, see, that's another thing. Like everything, like they don't see their worth or... That's a real... Boy, I don't even know what to say about that. They don't think they're good enough. They don't think they're good enough or every decision I make is blah, blah, blah. Don't work out for me. And da, da, da. So it's always a sad story. Like. There's so many different ways to look at that attire. That's that's so touchy because. uh, That could be a person who genuinely, like genuinely just has um, low self-esteem and insecurity issues. And not realizing that they're that they're being toxic to themselves, that they're feeding themselves poison. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you analyze situations and circumstances like that, you have to know that it's coming from somewhere. Mm-hmm. So even though the thoughts are internal, even though the poison is internal, even though you're you're inflicting it upon yourself, it's coming from somewhere. It has an external influence. Okay? Um, so that's a tender thing because... I've done that. I don't know if you've ever done it. I've done it. Mm-hmm. I've done it. Especially when it comes to like relationships in my life. Like, yeah, no, I've done it. And when I say relationships, I mean friendships. I mean significant others. I mean like when I see, when relationships fail in my life, I take responsibility. Mm. That's, that's, that's the way I operate. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm learning that, you know, it's the adult thing to take responsibility. But sometimes, Marisha, it's really not your fault. That person was really a, a dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a liar. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, we have these conversations, boy. <laughs> you should have known better. You should have. Yes. You didn't ask the right questions. Because. You should have. Yeah. Because. I should have. I should have known better, Italia. Mm-hmm. I should have. No, I should have. <laughs> I should no because man, let's be let's be real. Were were you sober? Mm-hmm. Were you sober in your approach to this individual? Very. No. No, I had to be. No, you were not. No. You were not sober. That's how you got in the situation that you was in the first no, place. No, I mean your eyes were not wide open to the I think truth I misunderstood when you said was. no I misunderstood when you said when you said so I mean you go into a relationship you go into this relationship and you're quite aware of what you're getting into right and then we don't answer we, and then there's sometimes we just don't answer questions that's the way that's no, how I was looking at that's it that's not what Sorry. I mean I'm talking about when things happen mm-hmm. you and, see it coming you, and see you, see what, it. you see it happening yeah and it's like something will switch off in your brain <laughs> leave that alone <laughs> it's like it's like something don't it's like don't click something switches off in your brain and you like i don't i don't know how else to describe it and so you sitting down here in this toxic relationship and now it comes to an end and you're analyzing it and of course you have to take 
I tell you, no one can just come in your life. You had to let them in. Mm, yep. You had to let them in. And and that's the crazy part about it. It is permission. It's permission. And we have to ask ourselves, what are we giving permission? Who are we giving permission to? What are we giving permission to when we allow these persons to come into our lives? And when they have such influence, when, when we're, when we've turned a blind eye to truths, whose fault is that? That's our fault. Mm -hmm. That means that within ourselves is our own poison. But, but it's not, our own poison. But not, but not too. I'm thinking about some, some relationships I was in toxic, right? Now we know the devil comes like in, in like is a wolf in sheep sheep's clothing. It isn't always like clear cut, and you see these things happening. It don't happen that way. It don't happen that way. You see a, a let's just say a, a girlfriend. We can we need to go to down the boyfriend road. Okay, right. So you see this girl, cool girl. You see when you see her, you see you see yourself. Right. Okay. Dress is nice. She into makeup. She into this. Y'all have the. Y'all have a lot of the same, you know, um, likes and whatever. Dress is super cool and this that. And you see all these like stuff like and so you're like, oh, she seems so nice. Uh huh. Right. And uh -huh. so whatever happens, you two start talking. Uh -huh. I don't know. Maybe she maybe hits you up on Facebook and says something, or maybe you are at a concert and you see you just start talking. Like, I take my number, man. You, you start talking, then you connect, and then when you connect, now doesn't like I say most times in relationships you don't see things like all at once. You see little, you see their little drop it droplets. Uh huh. Of these little poisonous or whatever. Right. You may see something. She may. Just may cyanide in the drink every now just and then. Just a cyanide in the drink, girl. I'm telling you. i telling you. Right? And so you see it over time. And then eventually you see something and it really becomes an eye opener. This girl is negative and she toxic. But by that time, by that, by that time it's like months later secrets in blah 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 you feel so committed i don't know candira says they're like those candy is sweet at first and then sour in the middle yep exactly most times that's how we get ourselves trapped in these relationships because from the onset it seems like so you're you're um to use um a big word you're opining italia mm -hmm. that it is possible Mm. To have no clue that mm -hmm. this person is not does not mean you well mm -hmm. in the initial. Say again in the initial stages that they did not. Yeah, that they don't mean you well. Is it possible to not? You're see saying it? that it's it's possible to that not you don't see it, see it. right? Because remember, mm -hmm. too, Marisha, we talked about it on our, our shows. People wear masks. They do. It's true. We lie. We, we fake. wear masks. We we show the world what we want the world to see. We fake. Because if I show you where I really am at first, you really, really, really won't talk to me. And we get trapped. I'm pausing because I'm thinking and I'm and I'm trying I'm processing because huh, of course I'm thinking about my own real life situations. And in my head, Italia, the signs was there when I look back in hindsight and I didn't see them. The signs were there. From day one. Now, I've made some stupid but situations. It wasn't toward me. Too, now. It wasn't toward me. The signs Wait. were there because 
they had something negative to say about somebody else and I laughed it off. Mm. Mm. The sign was there from mm. the beginning. Dang. The way that I watched them interact with somebody else. else. I got you. It was there. But see, it wasn't directed to you. But it wasn't directed toward me. So, so in my mind... Because it, it's Marisha. They, well, not, no, it ain't because it's Marisha. In what? my mind, like, you have an issue with that person. You don't have no issue with, with me. You. Right. But then when I see that, okay, an issue develops between you and I. Uh-huh. And then I see, like, that's how you treat people. Like, point blank, period. That wasn't just that person. I made an assumption that because you was vibing with that individual... And so here's what I realized, Natalia. I realized that, no, I have to put some distance in between you and I because you came to me. You came to me when this person did whatever they did to you and said whatever they said to you. Mm-hmm. And then I could turn around and see three weeks later that you commented underneath that picture. Oh, you're so beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's your makeup, nice face beat. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is the same person you just tell me. You just tell me you can't stand on. You didn't like the okay. way that she responded to you. Okay. And you can't believe she treats you the way she treats you. And now you you turning around, commenting under under her her, her picture cool. or post or whatever. Or I see y'all two in public and y'all, hey girl, what you saying? And I'm mm. like, whoa, 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 whoa. what 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 happened? What? Did, and that's the same person that you tell me did this thing to you mm-hmm. and you didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And and not that I'm expecting you to always be negative towards that person because I want to clarify that. I'm not saying that if something goes down between you and another individual that that's the end of the relationship and there should be no mending. I'm just trying to understand here. If you genuinely care about this person and if this is a relationship that you are trying to be intentional to to not only salvage, but to keep and to be loyal, like to be loyal to this person, then I feel like certain things should not come out of your mouth concerning that person Person, to anyone else. I don't care who it is, except if, I mean, I don't know, because even like in, in, I don't know, I'm married, you married, so you got to tell me how you would deal with your situations with your girlfriends when it comes to talking to your husband, because we know that human beings, the nature of human beings is like, take for example, you have an issue with your husband, Natalia, you don't take that to nobody because people hold on to things. Right. So when you forgive your husband for whatever that thing is that he did, the next person may not be the same way. And so then now there's an issue between this person and your husband that should not have existed because you shared information Too with them information. that should not have been shared. Sure. Mm-hmm. So same thing. If I value the relationship, What's the difference between venting about a situation that I'm in and bad-mouthing a person? Where's the line? And I think that's the question that we're ultimately asking here. Because I could come to you and I could say, boy, I tell you, this thing happened between me and this person and I didn't like it. And you could relate because you could say, you know what, Marisha, I, this, the experience that I have with this person was very similar and I didn't like it. We connect on that level in both expressing this thing that we encountered with this person. We both didn't like it. You mm-hmm. and I talk about it. But then what like what I don't know what makes it what makes it what makes it toxic? What makes it toxic? I think, I think that's the question that I'm asking here. Like you said, I think the intention, the intention of the person um, to try to bring down, to bring down the fame or bring shame to the person, or I think that that would make a difference because I'm trying to think too, like because there are times when I vent 
about things that people about have things. done. And then um, I have bad mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking about it too, and I've definitely done and it. And so, what's the difference between bad bad mouth? It has to do with the intention, man. Because when you, because when if you're venting, you vent with the with that with the hopes that okay i I really really want to understand what happened here and like how can i prevent this from happening again you know when i when i'm when i'm burdened with something that happened to me and i really want i really need to find find out what's going on i share that with someone i want feedback and i really want to know like how do i prevent this from happening again but on the other hand when i bad mouth now i really looking for nothing i just trying to talk about how just trying to be just, just trying, trying to, to get it out yeah. see I, this leads me to i guess another question as i'm listening to you and and, and my brain is turning mm. um what do you genuinely believe about people <laughs> to me like in general so um i was i've i've always been told by who anybody who ever like has been a friend or gets close to me, they always say, Marisha, you think too good about people, highly people. too highly about people. I, they always tell me that. They always say, your expectations of people are too, too high. Much. You think that people are good. And I had, I have had so many people in my life say to me, Marisha, some people are just not good. And I say to them, no, I can't believe I that, that yeah. because Jesus created us all. <laughs> Jesus created us all. And if there's something, if there's something wrong or something bad about that person, mm-hmm. it's because some situation or circumstance in life has caused them to be that way. And there is hope for them to not be that way. That's really how I feel in my heart of hearts to tell you. But I have some friends of mine who say, Marisha, mm-hmm. this person does not mean you well. Cut them off. Oh. Let them go. Mm-hmm. And I'm singing, no, I don't want to. Like, I'm just going to play some distance in between me and them. And, you know. That should work. And that should work. <laughs> and and they like, no, mm. no. So I, I that, this is what I'm saying. I feel like at the core of bringing some sort of understanding to how we deal with people, we need to know what do we actually believe about people. Candira says, it's the intent. However, the result is the same. Unless you're venting to someone who is mature enough to handle what you're expressing. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it, it boils down to what do you actually believe about people? What do you believe about people? I believe... I to give people the benefit of the doubt. Yes. That's that's the way that I see it. But that it. ain't good, though. Oh. But that ain't good. Like, 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 um... Like Oprah said, when a person shows you who they are, believe them. So you're saying don't give people the benefit of the doubt, Italia? Yeah, I still say give them the benefit of the doubt. Don't I, don't think good of them. No, I'm still I'm saying I'm still saying to give them the benefit of the doubt. But I think you have to always take it with a grain of salt. What that mean? Meaning you have to be open and and honest with what you see. I don't want to. Well, then you go always be find yourself in issues. I don't want to. I want to hope that. Yeah. You know, like, because... You have to believe what people show you. Their actions. You ever encounter somebody and their actions bipolar so you don't even know what to think? Um, yeah. And it's it's a, it's a situation where, like, <laughs> you have to interact with this person. So you're like, like, I gotta deal with this. <laughs> like, like, ain't no way I can oh, not boy. deal with this person. So I gotta deal with it. So, like, I mean, what do you do? Like, what do you do? 
And then I like, okay, I'll I'll I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you about something that happened to me recently. Um with um let's say it's a family member. Mm-hmm. Let's say that. So, so I don't reveal the truth of the real situation. Let's say it's okay. a family member. So um a family member and I'm reaching out to them. Hey, how you doing? Hey, hope all is well. Whenever I talk to them, hey, how you doing? Hey, they never answer me. They never answer like when I ask how you're doing. They it's never like, answer that question. Like WhatsApp, a phone call. When I ask how you doing, they always deflect. Like it. It's not like a a rude thing. They just I say hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. They would say like good morning. Um, or good afternoon. Maybe they don't want to lie to you. Or, hey, what's up? So I ask, how you doing? 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 And then finally I say, you know, I asked you how you were doing. Like, I asked you how you were doing. Oh, sorry, your phone dropped. I was trying to decline it. I asked how you were doing several times and you won't answer me. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm actually... <laughs> I actually get to a place where I'm bothered by the fact that I ask you how you would do it several times and you won't answer me. And then I'm sitting down saying to myself, dumb girl, why are you? <laughs> why are you? Why is this bothering you? This is how this person always is. Ignore. Like, why? Like, why? but that bothered me, Italia. That bought, listen to me, Italia, that bothered me because it took everything in me. Every time I asked you how you were doing, it took everything in me to ask you that question. Ignore. Um, Another comment here, Cherie says, Marisha, I think we expect them to be good. It is reasonable to expect them to be good. So we should always be surprised and sad when we find them to behave badly and hope we can show them how to change their heart and mind. Michelle says, no, we see it, but really don't want to believe what we see. People always show you who they are. It's our fault. We give people too many passes. Question is, why? Listen, me, listen, Kendira. Kendira, I was really concerned. You're absolutely right. I was really concerned. I was really concerned. And I, and like, not only was I concerned, I was bracing myself. I was bracing myself for the fact that I knew this person probably was not going to answer my question. So I still was bothered because I was bracing myself and I was mad that what I expected happened. I like, cause. I, it was a whole lot of emotions I had going on because I was just like, stop being stupid and just yeah. tell me, you know what, Marisha? I don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like, be an adult. Don't just not respond. But everybody different, Marisha. I just want to throw rocks <laughs> at people. Do. Everybody different, man. But I have learned, honestly, Marisha. See, I guess, see. So why, though? See, That's I'm what Michelle, a, I'm Michelle a, is asking. Why do we give people passes? Why do we, why do we not, why do we not believe what we see, man, man, Natalia? Why do we not believe that? Why we like that? What is it? Why? Again, because I think naturally we try to give people the benefit of the doubt. We try to do and that. And then what do you do about the people who are just naturally toxic where like when like somebody can make the simplest mistake? And oh, you see what they do? do yeah. I mm-hmm. tell you, I tell you, I tell you that's just how they are. Blah, 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 blah. Like, so it's like we are the, we're the extremes. Mm-hmm. We're the extreme. Mm-hmm. Yes, Kendira. I I trying to let it go too. Kendira say some of us skip adulting one on one. Yes. 
I mean, it's just common sense to just, you know, answer people. But, answer no. people back and, and see, like, I see again, when I see that. And understand that your lack of response or your attitude in the situation has an effect on the relationship with you and that 100%. person. Like, some understand people don't, that. Some people don't care. Some people don't care. I, oh, my gosh. Some people don't care. I reach it. I ain't going there. I just going to leave that alone. I ain't going back. I ain't going there. I just, I'm, always, I'm just gonna leave that alone. <laughs> Michelle said, "You better get that by Felicia Spirit. I need you to lay hands on me, Michelle, because I don't have it, and I wish I did. I don't know why. I just mm-hmm. don't. I tell you, I don't. I just avoid them. And it, it like, now, it I'd still probably me. say hi or whatever here and there, but again, stop expecting so much, and you won't be so disappointed." Ooh. Sharice says, because we want love and acceptance for all, we are hippies. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> it's true. We want everybody to love and peace and joy and happiness. And it's true, though. Mm-mm. But I think I think it's important for us, though, to check ourselves, though, mm-hmm. to check ourselves. So we're talking about this whole concept of, of being toxic and the toxic people in our lives and the toxic relationships and the things that we allow and the things that we don't allow and our perspectives and our approach and the things that we accept and the things that we don't accept. The question that we have to ask ourselves is where do you fall? Where do you fall in, in the line in this conversation? Like, who are you? Are you that person that's always negative? Mm-mm. Are you that person that's always negative? Are you that person who like, it depends on who it is. There's just some people <laughs> who you just don't like. like yeah. And so you just negative when it comes to, to them, them and everybody else is great. Are you that person who just, you know, you're dumb, you're crazy. And I, I guess I'm talking about myself. You just believe everybody good. Mm. Everybody just good. And something <laughs> happened to them to make them bad. And, <laughs> and, you know, you just, you know, you're just trying to understand the way that they've been conditioned and nurtured so you could know how to relate to them. I am hearing myself talk and realizing how stupid it is. And then, um, or are you just a person that just does not care? Yeah. We have a lot of people like that too. Very indifferent. You just don't care. You just, you, you answer somebody today, tomorrow you don't answer them. You interact with somebody today, tomorrow you just don't. Where do you fall in? Where do you fall in the scheme of things? Kendira says, because we are taught to please people. We're forced to make amends from childhood. For example, a cousin broke several of your toys when they visited you. Your parents force you to lend them another one. Wow. That's real. <laughs> mm. So we learned this. So we, we learned, learned this from childhood. Hmm. To continue to give people things to break mm-hmm. up. Wow. Wow. A lot of our reactions are learned, yeah. You don't realize it. We don't realize it. We don't realize mm-hmm. how we how we apply. That was really good, Kendira. Um Yeah, we really don't realize how we apply these things to life. life. Yeah. How everything kind of works together. Yeah. Because you 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 were told as a child, you have to share. You have to. And Candira, that cousin thing is like that's so real. Mm-hmm. You know what it is. <laughs> you you come home and, and you can't find Bobby head. <laughs> you don't know where. Share my next toy. Listen, and now I gotta share my next toy mm-hmm. for you to break for mm-hmm. you to break up. 
Mm-hmm. for you to break up and we we carry that it's amazing so many things that we carry into adulthood into adulthood you get into uh a disagreement as a child with someone your own age and your parents tell you you have to work it out and so they make you apologize both of you apologize to each other when some in some cases one person should have been apologizing and not yeah and not the other and so now we develop this learned behavior as adults, where like we are apologizing and we ain't do nothing. nothing wrong. My gosh. And all these things have an effect on our relationships. And ugh, the the women in our lives who we have difficulty telling them the truth. Have we ever asked ourselves why? The girlfriends that we have around us. Mm-hmm. Who, when people, when people see us with the person, they be like, "You couldn't tell her," because that's the part that we don't talk about. We like to say, "But your sisters keep her," you know. Don't let your girlfriend go out the house looking like that. Don't let your girlfriend say the things she's be saying on social media. Don't let your girlfriend go off the way she's go off. But if we tell the truth, some of us... Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Actually, I think the majority of us. There are some women in your life who you want to say something to her in reference to how she acted, how she looked, how she behaved, and you can't. Hmm. Why? Scared of how she may respond. Or do you just don't think it's your responsibility? Or you just don't care enough? Mm. I don't think so. I think most people just be afraid to say. Afraid to say. Isn't that self-preservation though? It is. It's selfish. So you choose you over the betterment of that person. Yeah. That's a natural instinct. (laughs) (laughs) That's a natural instinct. You choose. Okay. So you choose you. you. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to be. Rejected. Yeah, I don't yeah, like I don't wanna mm-hmm. I don't wanna get fussed at. I don't wanna <sighs> I don't think sometimes we realize that's that's what we're doing. We may not even realize that's what we're doing. Mm. But I ain't gonna that job. Not me. I ain't gonna leave her alone. Cherie saying we must we must say the seventy times seven line from Jesus. Forgive, yes. Carry on being manipulated. No. Change your landscape. I think I like I I don't know why. I, 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 I have a feeling that Italia is pausing because she's going over some stuff in her head too, like me right yeah, now. Like I, I think it I like think I'm thinking it. about about some situations where I'm just like, oh, I like that's why I did what I did. 
<laughs> yeah, no, because I'm like, you got me thinking back to me as a as, as a, a child, child. like. <laughs> like you know, because I'm like I'm like okay. The Especially second if you oldest. were the big, I I was the big sister. Yeah, I'm the second oldest. Um, and then um, and very vocal. Ah, and so being told from like my parents, oh, that mouth of yours, that get you in trouble. And what was you saying? Like knocking him out or yeah, and always always being said that said I'm. I'm not the not the not the black sheep, but I was always being told I was vocal and outspoken, and and you are the vocal and outspoken one. Yeah, it's obvious that but, you are out of all in, of your sisters. But and even so, there are times when I should be more vocal, and you're not. And I find that I'm too silent. Okay, so I'm thinking about it. Right, I'm thinking about it for me, and. Um, I'm the oldest, so I always feel like I have a responsibility to people. I always feel like I have to be responsible for people. Mm. So I always, I feel like I have to make it right for you. Because in my mind, that's what I did for my siblings. I have to make sure the environment is right for them. Mm. Um, So I like to fix things and arrange things and organize things and mm. And put things in place. And when things are not in place and when they're not organized and I can't fix them, it's a problem for me. And then I saw something trending on um, social media lately, too, as well. Um, those of us girls who we were we were told that we talk too much. Look at how we talk in now. And we're changing the world with our conversations. But all throughout our childhood on our report cards. Talks too much. Talks too much. That's talks too much. This was on my talks too. That was much. on your report card too. That was on my report card. You just is talk too much. You talk too does much. really good, but she talks too much. <laughs> <laughs> All just in beats. And my and goodness. for me, the number one thing that I always got, always from I could talk English. You think you was woman. You think you as woman. Yeah. And you as a child. You think you as an adult. You as a child. That is the number one thing <laughs> that <laughs> I was told all of my life. So do you know what happened to me when I actually had to be an adult? I wasn't ready. Jeez. I didn't even know when I crossed over into adulthood. So adulthood hit me like a ton of bricks because... All my life, I was told you think he was woman. And I think maybe you think it was just because of the way you shape. Uh, you think that was your attitude. Think about think about your personality type now, Marisha. You think you you kind of let that off that you were, or you think it was because you you being vocal. They thought it came across to them maybe as you being, quote unquote, womanish. I was always bigger than people my age, so that that definitely had a. That definitely was a major contributing factor. Um, I was given a lot of responsibility at a young age, so my eyes was were open to some things that children should not have been, should not have been. I, there were some things that I saw as a child I should not have been comprehending or understanding at the age that I was. Um, Why do you say that? We don't know what age we're supposed to be comprehending and understanding a lot of these things. Look at my baby girl at 14 months. Some things I think she should know and understand, but she, she doing it. We put we put these labels and timelines on things. I, like I was telling somebody the other day, right? 
with my with one of my nieces right i think in my in my mind i still see her as the baby but in her mind at her age she feels that she's a young woman but but because in my in my mind i think a certain at a certain age you should be like this you should be like that and because that ain't lining up to what i define as a woman age or a child age that i have a problem you see and we have, we have we have we have this riff now because baby girl sees herself as a young woman but i'm still seeing her as a child now you calling her you think you was you think you was woman eight exactly right when she feels yeah i feel like i am a young lady a young woman kindira says i think it depends on you and the person's relationship some people don't deserve your peace if i tell you broccoli is in your teeth and you and you pop off on me and everyone else Broccoli will stay in your teeth. <laughs> Can that sister accept wisdom or correction with love? Mm. Michelle says people will use that label, will use that and label you. But remember, you are not the savior. Save yourself. See, it all depends on the type of relationship, how much you value that relationship, right? See, because for me, um, I'm in a particular relationship and I realize that the person's response a lot of times is negative and I'm realizing that it's like that because that is again we said what was learned exactly so that is what was learned so if I take it personal if I take it personal Marisha every that. time a person respond to me and they in the way that they do I can be upset and angry and we can have an issue but I have learned and matured and I begin to now understand that that coming from a different place and guess what they really don't mean it that way and I prove it. And I <sighs> proved it. See, so when you've been when you've when you've grown up and somebody always used to say things to you negatively, whenever people walk into your life trying to tell you positive things, you have a difficult time receiving it. So this this is this is the what what Kendra is talking about. You're telling the person broccoli in your broccoli Learn in their the teeth. The and they coming back at wrong. you like because you don't even know, like, you don't know if somebody was telling them all their life, stop, stop that. You was a child. Be a child. Stop. No, it ain't time for you to do that yet. And so when someone comes at them and criticizes something that they do now in their adult life, they couldn't respond as a child. Or even if they responded as a child, they say, you talk too much. Hush. Mm. You is a child. Close mm-hmm. your mouth. <laughs> stop, stop having so much to say. <laughs> and I, I, I think about it too. Like, I think about it even in... And how adults used to deal with us when we were children. Um, different generations. Every generation is different. I definitely grew up in the generation where it, it's very weird. My mother is the last of 10 children. So a lot of my aunts and uncles are really o- older than most of my friends, aunts and uncles. And then my grandmother was like, like old. Like my Grammy died before everybody else Grammy. Because my mommy was the last of 10 children. Mm-hmm. So like the... Use a child. Children don't be in adult conversations. Parents don't do that no more. Now I understand. I understand that they just let the children hear whatever they want to hear. When I was young, people used to spell things around me when I was a child, so I couldn't understand they were saying. And then when I learned how to spell, they found ways to say things differently. Or they would just tell you point blank, period. Use a child. You want business in this conversation. Leave the room. Things have changed. Now I remember when when we were younger, I grew up with brothers and sisters to keep my company. Right, the average person that they have what one child, exactly, maybe 
two. Right. And three is very, very distant. I mean, very few people. Right. And so what you have now is you have, and someone, you have parents being friends and they, they have to entertain their children. They have the t- so right now me and Dakota, Dakota you have nobody else but me to talk. Who else you can talk to? Only me and her. And I could I could think of so many other dynamics. So you just can't like turn that. around when Dakota start talking to you and tell Dakota um stop being um um stop being a, a grown up. You stop stop being so in conversation in conversation because uh, she's always in conversation. She always with me. in conversation with you. She so always how, in the room you with you me, and other adults. So how you so, tell me now, mommy? Um, don't don't talk. So to now you confuse this poor child. But you, but the thing is too, you have to train her. Now you have to train her. So what I think I I could see myself doing like okay I go in and this whatever me and this person talking you don't have anything to say so here's so what's toxic to be- here's what's toxic now because mm-hmm. you can establish that with your child yeah but here's what i'm seeing um and i'm making this observation and if you're offended that's your business mm-hmm. but what i'm seeing especially with females who have these male children mm-hmm. they bring them into conversations and place responsibilities on them that should not be on them as their male child mm-hmm. and they make them their husband and their boyfriend and mm-hmm. the man in their life before they should be man. Yeah. And that's toxic. That is toxic. That's that's horrible. That's toxic. Making your daughter the other woman in the house, forcing her to do things before the time she should be doing it. That's toxic. Yeah, I think so too. I don't know. And then turning around and telling her when when she do something to make you mad or when he do something to make you mad. No, you as a child. child how yeah. you how you can tell but me as a, a child? child now, yeah. Also, yeah. as a child now, mm-hmm. as a child now. So let's give them some examples. So when, when you talk when we talk about having these boys and girls do things that um they shouldn't be doing, what are you what are you thinking about? I think okay, like take for example, you have a you have a a a, a teenager in your house. Mm-hmm. Let's say you have one other child, mm-hmm. and let's say there's quite a bit of distance between you and um, between those two children. So mm-hmm. let's say you have a teenager and a six year old. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you, let's say there's ten years between um, these two children. Mm-hmm. The sixteen year old is a female, um, and let's say the the six year old is a is a little boy. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no father in the home. Okay, there's no male figure in the home, and um, you, I mean, you're a single mother, so you work in, you work in. So you have this conversation with your 16 year old and you say, baby, I need, listen, I need you to really help me with like stuff, like certain things around the house or whatever. So this is what I need you to do. These are your responsibilities. I need you to make sure that, um, a little man do his homework, um, and do me a favor, iron his clothes for me. And and make sure he go to bed by this time because, you know, I ain't getting off from work until 9 o'clock and he should be in bed by 8.30. Mm-hmm. And and then you tired when you come home from work. So, and when you get up in the morning, wake him up and help him get dressed and, and make sure that he's straight. And you're saying to this 16-year-old, do all of this. Yeah. Do all of this. There's nothing wrong with the helping out, but you're saying to the 16-year-old, do all of this because you can't do it because you're working. And then when she turns around and tries to have a conversation with you and says to you, but mommy, when you said this to me, I didn't like it. No, no, no. You're a child. What do you mean you don't like it? You don't have feelings. What do you mean you didn't like it? (laughs) But hold on. Hold on. But mommy, all of these. I just finished. This your child is saying my child. Well, I know some parents are there fussing you right now. Yeah, I know they fussing me. You saying that because you ain't got no children. I know they fussing me. 
But um, I try to think about I try to think about my situation with my mom. Um, and because with five kids at home, she worked. My dad worked. She used to eat together at three. Um, and mommy worked until five. Right. So most time, daddy come came home early. Um, now I've been I was cooking from when I come home. I had responsibilities. But did I did have, you have did you have did you have responsibilities? I had to cook for everyone and take up mommy and daddy food and put it on the side. And how old were you? I was like in junior high school, all through seven, seven, eight, nine, ten. And you ten. had to cook. What? Nobody yeah. else was cooking. Um, because but my brother was in a it wasn't cooking and then Yazin was what four years younger than me she wasn't really cooking like that no not until she got into like so nobody nine. else nobody else was, was gonna cook if you didn't cook it was generally me I did I did most of the cooking so nobody like high. everybody was Gustav if you didn't cook no my mom I mean she it wasn't that she didn't cook um, I don't know if it, I, I don't know if I probably like doing it too, but that that was the thing that we we were to cook in the evening when we come home to make sure that either mommy would take something down, and if she didn't do it, then she would say, "Well, JJ, right. make sure do, do something." Right, blah, right. Blah, blah. And I think that's healthy. Yeah, I think it's healthy when when we grow up in understanding that there are things that need to be done, and we learn how to do it. I think there's a difference between do this because you can. Or do this because you, you must, absolutely must. have to. You must. Um, yeah. It, yeah. It becomes unhealthy when you have them taking on too many responsibilities that the parents should take on. Exactly. Yeah. Because then a child is not is not able to be a, a child, child anymore. anymore. And the thing that I agree. The thing that I observe, especially dealing with a lot um with, with a lot of young people, um, the thing that I believe we just forget as human beings. What the age okay, the age that I'm at right now, at thirty two, I can't get thirty two back as you. Once I'm done with 32, 32 is done. Mm -hmm. There are things that I wish I enjoyed about being 16 that I didn't get to enjoy. Yeah. Because I was too busy being a woman. Mm -hmm. Right. And so 16 came, 16 left, and it was like, I don't even remember what 16 was like. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I think I think it's important that we backtrack to these times in our lives when we're not even going to use the term normal, when our situations, our circumstances, our conditioning, our nurturing has had a major effect on who we are now. And it's causing us to be toxic in relationships, relationships. and in interacting yeah. with people. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to sit down and really take time to analyze how much our upbringing, how much our past, how much our conditioning, our nurturing has an effect on how we deal with people. people. Yeah. And we need to recognize the things that were good and the things that were not good. And that's ultimately what we're saying. Mm -hmm. That's what we were saying from the beginning of the show. And that's what we're saying now that like, we cannot isolate these situations, even when we're dealing with people. Like, we can't just isolate this individual, look at this one particular situation, and sit in a judgment seat concerning that person. If we genuinely care about them, we can't do that. No. We can't do that. Um, however, we do need to learn how to draw the line. Um, and and that's I think that's my my vitamin for today. My vitamin <laughs> for today is, Marisha, everybody ain't good. And sometimes you just got to let people say bye, Felicia, to people. <laughs> I like even saying it, I got even like even saying it. I just like, why would I just want to love everybody? everybody. Mm. 
I just like I just think no, honey. Um, there are some good. relationships in my life that I value, I and I want friend. them. <laughs> Be my friend, and I want them. But I want those relationships to grow. I want to be your friend. Can you blossom. be my friend, please? Mm-mm, not everybody. Oh man! Hey, you know, Bishop didn't have this conversation with us. Man. You know, the bedroom friends and ah, the- <laughs> yes, man. There's some some relationships I value, and those that I value, I really want them to blossom. And so I take the time to to understand. Um, and is. <sighs> Let me tell you, you have to like live life intentional if you want if you want those relationships to change. Like Look for I the say, root of the poison too. Yeah. So I tell the, you. Is is it you? Are you poison? Are you giving yourself little doses of cyanide every day? <laughs> <laughs> are you? Are you poisoning yourself? Are you poisoning the people around, around you? you by the way that you respond, by the way that you interact Ooh, with them? Listen. By by how I said something to how work. Your, your lack of response? I I didn't realize that I do it at work. There's something to be say at work, and I realized it. And I had to tell Vernita. I said, "No, Vernita, we can't say this anymore. We can't. I I can't." I said, "I because people. I realized that the staff and everyone kind of was feeding off of my response. Ah, they feed off my response." And so in my mind, cause, and so I'm sending mixed signals because in my mind, I'm saying I want us to be a particular way and do this. Right, 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 right. But then when this thing happens, I right. respond in this negative way. <sighs> Sometimes in jest, but see, guess what? Like, see, like I think someone said it, not everyone is at the maturity no. level. So everybody can't, can't handle, handle it. it. So you can't, yeah, you got to no, be right? careful. You some have to jokes be intentional. Got, some, some jokes got to stay. Got to stay inside. Right inside. Laugh with yourself. Chuckle by yourself. Oh my, I'm telling you. Chuckle by yourself. Because everyone's not responsible. First, second, third, favorite man. (laughs) The whole wide world. Everyone's not responsible enough (laughs) to handle handle the joke. Everybody ain't responsible to handle the joke, Adalia. No. Everybody's not responsible to handle the joke. (laughs) But... And we need, like, we need to be intentional about that. I'm telling you, we we have to be. I'm you. you can't, you can't be flippant. No. Um, and no, callous. But you are <laughs> <laughs> it's very. It's not good. Oh my gosh, you can't, you can't. We're talking toxic, about toxic. toxic. I got toxic. it on radio, talking about toxic relationships. Exclamation point is the talk. Red toxic exclamation point. Toxic people. Toxic. Point blank. Period. People, relationships, things. Mm-hmm. You have something to say, sir? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Um, anything toxic that affects me is my fault. Yeah. You know, um, I I allowed it. Yeah, I allowed it. You what give, about you give and, permission. We talked about wolves and sheep. Even if it's my well, I mean, they're still glowing at three point nine. That means you're deserving of an ego primo. Mm. Mm. That's what I said. That means mm. we lack discernment. Um, because it'd be like to say it when anyway, God allowed it to happen. No, you missed it. Yeah. God be something God these things that God but God wanted me to be strong. That's so that's what God did. I mean, I God 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 lack, God is that void of ideas. I said it to Italia. I said there there are situations where I notice like friendships in particular where I saw how a person dealt with somebody else. 
they didn't they didn't deal with me that way in in the initial but i observed how they dealt with someone else mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then i was all heartbroken when the friendship came to like i guess you could say an uprising because all of a sudden now they started dealing with me the way that i first observed them dealing with another person in the initial stages of the relationship and now all of a sudden i'm surprised mm-hmm. and i have to say to myself how can you be surprised if you saw this and if we tell the truth if we tell the truth as much as people fake azalea as much as i feel like they wear a mask i am convinced that if our eyes are wide open mm-hmm. we would see it but what's important am i in the shot you are good <laughs> um i i read of of someone that and this is gonna be a little gross um so i i'm gonna i'm preempted like this someone but it's painful and it's truth you need to hear it um, this person that had a boil. Most of us, well, I think, I think had boils before. A oh, growth. No mm-hmm. Uh huh. A growth. And the boil. We know that boils are toxic. We all know that, mm-hmm. you know, because you know when they usually go to get ahead, and then you know what comes out. So it's nasty, but we know that. Well, this person had a boil and had a boil now. Had a boil based on what I read. Had a boil for like three, four weeks. Whoa. And it was growing. Mm. And they never dealt with it because it's just a boil. This person died after another week. They died because the toxicity had spread all through their body mm. from a boil. I'm sure this get boiled. We all know about boils. Mm-hmm, it's a boil. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, when you, you know, I mean, I don't know what y'all know, but what my experience has been with boils, you put some aloes on that, you tie the aloes on that, <clears> the next <throat> morning, that comes to head, and that's gone. Mm-hmm. But they didn't deal with it because it's just a boil. And the toxins spread into their body. And when they got to the hospital, their body was filled with the stuff that's right. in the boil. So what are the things that we are allowing to sit and fester in our lives That's that it. produce poison to not only just who we are as as human beings, but that poisons our thought processes, our interactions, um, the way that we understand things? Um, what What are the things that we are completely blind to that are sitting... And like an eating away at who we should really be. Let me tell, let me say it before I even answer that and give in details in that. I think this is one, one of what has been taught to us as our greatest strength. I'm learning now it is a deadly weakness. You know what it is? A word called tolerance. <laughs> we have, <laughs> we have preached and we tell our children and you can tell people you've mm-hmm. got to learn to tolerate. Tolerate things, yeah. Because tolerance is considered strength, your ability to endure. Come on, scripture, endure hardness like a good soldier. But I've learned now through life, one of your greatest, your greatest area of susceptibility, susceptibility is you that great tolerance that we have. Most successful people don't have much tolerance. No. Odia says here, I think, I think we've normalized a lot of toxicity. We see- As things change, other things stay the same. 
like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs. From small tickets to big tickets. From bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories. But it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important in our society so much so that we can't even tell the difference anymore absolutely i mean because i mean think about zero it anything lura taught us as children she said when you hang around only long enough it can soon start it's, looking good yeah <laughs> it's true so, so, it so, is so it, true it can start wow. looking good if you hang around lura say you stay around there you hang around ugly too long before you know it you can say it ain't look that bad it's cute and you know and and that's what typically happens. So I think we, E.W. Hayes, um, our cousin, your friend, he taught a sermon. And now forget it. It was on the day of Modena's funeral. Yeah. The day of Modena's funeral, he taught to our church. And he preached about perfect hatred. Mm-hmm. And he said that. how one of the greatest gifts we have is the ability to hate. Mm. And we've been taught you don't hate. He said, no, you need to hate. He says, when you begin, there are things that we don't like, but we don't hate it. What I hate, I don't tolerate. What I don't like, I work, I live with, and I mm. work with. But when you get to the place of hatred, you have absolutely no tolerance for it. We don't hate sweetheart, and that's why our sweetheart and friends could, could still be our friends. <laughs> <laughs> because we don't hate it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It ain't you. good. We don't like it, but we tolerate it. We tolerate it because we have not gotten to the place of hate for it. And there are some things in our lives, and I see that that was easy because we think we're talking about our friends. No, we got to start hating some vices in our lives. And when you start hating certain things in your life, certain vices that exist, when it gets to the point of a hate, then you can tolerate it. But we have to hate it within ourselves first before That's what we I'm saying. Can establish the, a boundary. Absolutely. So the fact that we're allowing the individual around We are the us, problem. We are the issue. We are the problem. We the, are the issue. We can say, people are saying, we are mm. the problem. Well, you know, there's this, 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 this some wolf and sheep. We are the problem. We are the, <laughs> we are the it issue. It still is us. And so we need to develop a perfect perfect hatred because every everyone, and I talk to so many, who talk about these, especially this come girl talk language, these Negroes who has changed or these breast friends who has changed. Once you sit down in office after things and go south and you talk to them, yeah, you're right. You know, they did do that before, and I did see that. But we see we we also have struggle with this God complex because mm. we believe we is the Holy Ghost and we is God. We is change people. We don't change people. That ain't our job. Our job ain't to change nobody. We preach that word and we leave. We give them what they need. We can't change nobody. So this idea that we I can think we demonize we people too. I think we demonize people so we don't take responsibility. So oh, yeah, deflection, major deflection. We love to say this person, they got a demon. Mm-hmm. They just horrible. They just nasty. We do it all the time, and we make it about them. 
not realizing though. But you, 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 you secret? What? Demons and angels don't make out. <laughs> One more time. Demons and angels don't make out. So if they have a demon and we making out. You got a demon. You got a demon. Everybody got a demon. They may have a demon. But you're you're tolerating. You're 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 basically hanging out. Like the presence of a demon is not a big deal to deep you. Deep cries on the deep. Oh jeez. Yeah. <laughs> so their demon is cried out to yours. Uh but I think I think it's so <laughs> I think it's so important for us and and um, I only come in to say good morning to you. Only know. I know. We appreciate you always, always. sir. You You're always welcome. give great wisdom. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Girl Talk Crew. How y'all doing? Um, I think what's important and, and it's what I we mind y'all have shirts though. We were saying earlier. My show ain't got no shirts. <laughs> we got cups too. We just don't have our cups today. I didn't even shake. We have, cu- we have shirts and cups. Shirts. Our cups it's a mess. are courtesy of something beautiful. Can mm-hmm. eat Starville? I got another cup from her today. I My cousin gave a cup. I heard. I got another cup from her. And I got to talk about this cup before we're done. Be support and then um, our t-shirts can were done on this? by why can Lisa give me no shirt B-U-T's B-U-T's that's Brunei she did our shirts uh-huh. so shout outs to something beautiful and B-U-T's um, I thought my cousin too yeah <laughs> I want to I talk about this no cup comment. that I got and this actually has something to do with um, the conversation that we're having today I started doing something in my personal life Italia I started yeah. marking moments of victory mm, turn around mm-hmm. um, turn around I can't see the it's side. beautiful it says wake slavery um, I wake, started this wake, thing. Pray, what? Wake, slay. pray, slay. What's slay, man? I mean, falling on Look good. Oh, okay. You do I? I change it. Look good. So it's wake. You Look pray. Good. Then you get slayed. Then you get slayed. No, 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 and the thing will not only serve as a celebration for the victory, but as a reminder not to go back to that place. Good. Okay. So we got a name for that. What you build an altar? Yes, it's really good. Yes, build an altar. Um, and I was always an altar building person, but I would just put it in my phone, and then it would pop up on like um, the day to remind me, like mm-hmm. this is the thing that happened on that day. Mm-hmm. But there are some things that I've been dealing with in my life, Italia, now where I need a daily reminder that this thing is done, because. It mm. was so much a part of me that I accepted it as you need this thing. And so this is a reminder that there was something that came to an end in my life and it needs to stay ended. So every time I look at this, I remind myself, don't go back there. That is work? It's working so far. Oh, that's pretty good. It's working so far because I knew why I, I did shelf. it. I need a shelf for some cups then. I, <laughs> I knew why I did it. Now, it's not always going to be a cup. It's going to be different things. But I'm, my goal is to make it something that I need every day, something that I use every day, something that I have to look at every day that's going to remind me, no, this decision that you made was for your betterment. It was for your good because the situation that you were in was toxic. I got you. So you're releasing it now. You're letting it go. And this is the reminder that you've let it go, mm-hmm. that it's done. It's so really whenever I look at this cup, I have to remind myself when them feelings come back, no boo, that done. It's pretty good. That's done. It's pretty good. Whenever I see this cup, it's like a, 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 a reality, a slap of reality. When I get caught up in my feelings, mm-hmm. when I sad and I all of that stuff, no boo. 
this is a reminder you ain't going back there awesome. you're not going back there so that's something that i that i started in my own life because i realized that a lot of times we we intend to make these changes we intend to get rid of the toxic things relationships people situations circumstances in our lives and our intentions are good but we don't have continuity and follow through yeah. Yeah, can i interject right here yes. right now i said this you said something and it's just it's natural to say it you said you said we all say it but you say it a lot you said my own life and that's the problem many of us have not gotten the place to own our own life so even though it's just semantic just now it's just like colloquial but it's uh, critical that's good my own life a lot of us that a lot of us are living our lives but we're not owning our lives we're not taking ownership right so it is the point of i can preach that <laughs> Because really, what you said is just really like good. like sparks not going off the yeah, and You said good. my own life. You didn't have to say my. You could just say my life, or you could say life. Yeah. But my own life. There's a degree. There's ownership in that statement, and uh, because I'm Bishop Denzel, let me say this: this what this why many of us can't um do what is reasonable before God. Why? Because He says, "Present your bodies as a living sacrifice." You cannot present what you do not own. Ah. You can't present a sacrifice that you don't own. You cannot present my sacrifice. To the priests back in the day when they mm-hmm. started this whole sacrifices thing, you had to bring something that you own. Yes, not only owned, yes. you also had to bring what you controlled. Ah, You could not bring a beast for a sacrifice that was beating you down. And No, when you presented it to the, to the, yes, to the priest, so you good. had to have that thing at a that's way so that cool. is under your submission. Mm, that's so good. And that you were presenting it. So when 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 scripture in the New Testament takes this whole metaphor of presenting a sacrifice, they understood now that number one, you gotta own it. It gotta cost you something. Ah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> and then it must it must be under your control. And he says that is your reasonable service. Many of us are not and not even uh, performing our reasonable service to God. It's, that's the reasonable. That's like the bare minimum. We're not giving God that because we don't control our bodies. And if you don't control your body, you can't give it to him. If you don't control your life, if you don't own your life, you can't give God something you don't own. Here's here's the thing that I love about that, I go on. That's good. No, no stay right here. I can say this one thing and then you can leave. Um, here's what I love about it. the The difference between sacrifices in the old testament and the living sacrifice in the new testament uh-huh. in the old testament you were required to bring an animal that was without spot or blemish correct you had the responsibility of making sure that this thing was pure uh-huh. but in the new covenant god Step says preaching. just bring it just like how it is he will purify it like the rock on wrestling just bring it he <laughs> will purify it it's really good that's the thing that i love about it and it's really so good. it's i think it's so important for us to recognize that when we we are required to do some work but the work that we're required to do is ownership and surrender that's all it is oh that's good ownership ownership and, and surrender. surrender oxymoronic isn't it it's crazy <laughs> that you order surrender but yeah ownership and surrender that's really because good. he will do the rest he will do the rest. He will take care of everything else. But you got to own up to it. You got to own up to it. You have to recognize like, no, I, yeah, I had a hand in this. It's my responsibility. No matter what that person did to me. No matter how the situation played out. It's my fault, Italia. I allowed it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I allowed it to happen. And now I gotta, I gotta, I gotta release it now. That's the part I, I working on. I working on the release for sure. There's, 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 there's this constant theme of ownership all throughout scripture. There's this constant theme of ownership. The Adam, the Eve, the serpent. No, you won't have to own what you did. Nobody was penalty, penalty and it went, when, penalty, when it's time for penalty, serpent got he owned. Eve got owned. <laughs> for sure. Adam, because everybody have to give an account. When Cain was thrown out of the garden for killing your brother, he says, but people can just, he say, no, 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 don't worry about it. I'll put a mark on you to make sure you covered, but you have to give an account for your actions. So you won't be able to blame people for what happened to you. So even for you and your dumbness, I must still hold oh, you accountable. That's good. And, and so, like, never there, that whole scapegoat notion that don't exist in the, in, in, in the whole scheme of things. I, I think if there's any message that we need to get, now this isn't just girl talk, this human talk. We have to be accountable for our actions. We have to stop. To. That's that's childless. That's what children do. We have to mature to the place to realize that no, I'm guilty. We, you and I were at that conference where the lady spoke, and, and I'll never forget it. She says this. She says, when someone doesn't meet your expectations, it's, it's your fault. fault. It is your fault. You gave them permission not to meet your expectations. Because you say expectations to them that's beyond their, their ability to reach. The way I do it, my reverse is that I don't expect nothing from nobody. That's bad. It's but bad. I ain't gonna let it's no. not good. It's a horrible thing. It's horrible. You've got to right the other now, extreme. But right now, it's pretty cool right now. <laughs> you have got to the other yeah. extreme. And it being so if somebody tell to me the say, other extreme is listen, not the way that it should be. This girl was with me before I even thought about pastoring. And she told me she's going to be a member when I started my church. And I thought she's lying. This is back from 2007, yeah. 2008, just straight through the whole process. We was talking. And I said, she ain't got my church. She's lying. Um... And I could tell you that if I hear someone say to me, JJ was out there dogging me to pieces, it can hit me for a moment, but I can release that. As much as I love this girl to life, love her spleen. But You wouldn't say, No way. JJ ain't do that. I but I JJ have now. This, I love JJ, mm-hmm. but I also know my fallibility. Mm-hmm. See, that's the problem. See, I know how imperfect I am. So I ain't cutting her off. Because I know my imperfections. And I can say, you know what? Something but happened. You, I might have heard. You don't her. have the expectation that JJ would not would not dog you out. That's what you're saying. No, because she's human. I free her to be human. Interesting. I free her to be human. Bishop, I don't know because I've freed myself to be human. I I, I guess because I am so in touch with my imperfections and my fallibilities. I'm in touch. With I know the mess that I am. I'm, I'm in touch mess. with my imperfections, but I don't have the yeah. I don't have the length and depth of relationship that you have with Italia. Um, with yeah. Italia. If somebody tell me Italia was dogging me out, that's a problem for me. Well, I ain't thought you have a show then because she was telling me something about you. <laughs> I don't even believe that. <laughs> I don't believe that because my expectation of the relationship that I have with Italia. Your expectation. I, intentional words. And you got to intentional break that. words. Mm-mm. My expectation of the relationship that I've had with Italia based on experience and our mutual agreement, Italia is the type of friend that I have who could come to me and say, Marisha, this thing that you did, no way. I can say this. So if Italia bad mouthing me outside of the studio, why she couldn't come to me? That's a fight. No. <laughs> freedom to die. I telling you Freedom to my die. My perspective. That's my perspective. It's freedom to live. That's how I live. You understand what I'm saying? I got you. I got you. That's what how you, I live. What do you think? Where you no, stand? No, I am learning. I know I'm very quiet over here. I'm just listening. and just having a moment. <laughs> Where um, you stand on this? Because no, I mean, because people... I am learning. I'm telling you, like I said earlier, I'm a different woman. 
Um, and so for now, that I don't have much. I what I know, but I I, I know Italian like me because I know it's my girl. I know she like me. Like you know what? I don't have that much expectation. Something happened one time with somebody. I ain't talking about business. Me and I was talking. She's like, you know what? But but people is people. But that way we use we use the N word. Right. <laughs> we was talking. It's just us talking. And I said what N word could be nachos, but we use the N word and we nachos said nachos would be nachos. Nachos is nachos. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> for the day. Nachos will be nachos, will and be they nachos. are not going to be anything. And I watched her and me and how we dealt with it. It's like life was on. It is what it is. Exactly. It is what it is. That must be a over forty thing. And, um, <laughs> oh my god! We wasn't over forty, but it's We end up over forty, so stop it. Don't make that weird. After I cross a certain <laughs> level in life, that I will eventually be there. But I, it I, helps I, to safeguard your peace. Uh, oh boy! It gives you better sleep at night. Well, it, that it that definitely explains a lot for me. <laughs> Definitely explains a Bingo. lot for me. Because <laughs> peace and, and sleep at night. Well, I know uh-uh. peace is good, but sleep at night has uh-uh. been has been a little rough for me. But the smaller the circle of people that can hurt you, the freer you live. I tell you. Yeah. I think that's you know, I think it's easy for you to make that statement because you already exist in that world where your circle is very small. You you just, you you know just say on radio for people all around the world say that but but Bishop Dan's role. You know if people think they're bicycle. You can't make that's a statement. That's fine. They don't need to know. They don't need <laughs> you to know tell who them. Are. As far as they're concerned, they're in the circle now. Whoever else in the circle, you know people, that's none of their business. How people swear up and down. But that's they fine. Are in my they are most in, everyone is entitled to their opinion. Intimate circle. And their feelings are always valid. And not just in the valid. circle. They're in the intimate circle. Center, center, center of the circle. Whoa. They listen, listen to, to me. me. Their feelings are valid. But yeah. here's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that they are at the center of my life. <laughs> they are at the center. I gotta saying, go. I go on. What I'm saying, my girl, talk. I enjoy it. Let me come to hear y'all. I, I, I Everybody more. doesn't I have that reality, Italia. Mm. The reality that you and Bishop Denzel have arrived at. Everyone yeah, does not live I, at that place. So I don't have the. I don't have by Felicia in me. I don't have it in me yet. I don't have it in, in me yet because. Marisha just like she just loves people and I'm not I'm not bragging about myself. This is truthfully who I am. Mm-hmm. I genuinely love and I do, people. and I do too. But life and experiences have taught me that uh, when you accept, when you set expectations that are too high, you're going to be let down and you're going to be you're going to be disappointed. You're going to be hurt. So, what they telling me um people who listening on the radio? And who listening to our podcast? Mm-hmm. I hope watching on Facebook that it is possible for you to be poisonous to yourself when you place expectations on people consi- consistently that they cannot meet. Meet right? That's toxic, right? Just in case y'all didn't know, so I just call myself toxic live on air. <laughs> um, and <laughs> Yeah, no, but and, and this is a that's a good. This is a learning. This yes, the show is all to, to help us all to make us better. To help us all. We're all yes, trying to get learn. better. Yeah, man. Um, so here's here's our conclusion because I definitely don't want to keep Italia you know, mm. uh, any longer than she's been here already. So, um, our conclusion. What are your conclusions, Italia? And then I'll give my conclusion. Um, that we all have. We are either we all have or have the um or have the potential to be toxic. Yes. Yes. Right. That we need to, we need to be able to realize, see it, um, when there is toxic talk, 
toxicity toxicity mm-hmm. in a relationship or whether it, when it's present in your life in your environment you need to be able to recognize it and it's a practice but you have to learn to combat um this toxicness with um with positivity you okay. have to you have to okay. and there's different ways of doing that one like bishop said already not having such high expectations of people okay all right um and then verbally being very you talked about being very intentional about it yes you know you have to verbalize this positive talk and really combat it and then sometimes you got to do the goodbye what's up what's your, what's your friend? bye felicia bye felicia <laughs> you got to sometimes you got to just go cold turkey cold turkey and just do it yes um, I think what I will leave everybody with, um, the thing that I am doing really well right now with is um, consistency. When I have made up in my mind that this thing that once poisoned me is no longer going to poison me. Wow. If you yeah. are really, 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 really like convinced mm-hmm. that this thing needs to be done in your life this relationship this way of thinking this posture this person whatever it is you will do whatever it takes to make sure that it is consistent so it's a challenge for us i want to add something i want to add something go ahead um something just came to me um we, we we've been relating this being toxic to people a relationship but i want to say too that there are a lot of things that we have exposed ourselves to that have made us yes. toxic it may be music yes it may be something that you watch me yes. go there yes but you know i'm, I'm yes. coming com- yes. coming um i'm getting at um or uh, anything along that line so it may not definitely be it may not be a person per se so it may be some things that you need to stop, stop doing, doing. some things you may need some to shows you shouldn't be watching. watching i was never I was never a fan of those reality shows with reality all those shows. girls coming at one another, fighting over man and these, yes, this never one in Hollywood, never, this one. Never, never, never. First wives and all of these. And I was never a fan of that stuff. These things can encourage feed. and feed. They right. feed negativity they into us. They sow feed seeds. Sow seeds. And listen to me. And we seeds, seeds have to be, seeds have to be thrown out or they will grow. They need to be plucked up and seeds need to be, I don't know, what? Burned. Burn, destroyed. I don't know. Because you throw them, wherever they throw them, they go. wherever you throw them, they they're going to grow. Exactly. That's so the nature of seeds. Boy, seed. that's something else. That's crazy. Um, that's crazy, Italia. So even the things that you, like, even the things that, wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. Right here. Look here. All Find right. The book. That's. Yes. Yeah. So I say I want to I want to put a challenge to my girlfriends. I challenge you, Italia, and my other girlfriends. Make a marker. Establish like that. something that you have to interact with every day that reminds you this is the end of this toxic behavior, this toxic posture. Yeah, maybe get a bracelet, something, a charm on your Pandora, something. I don't know, change the bond on your watch. I don't know. Find something that you have to encounter every day of your life that you have to see that makes a marker that this element, this toxic element of my life has come to an end, whatever it is. If it's something that you did, something that you don't do, if it's a relationship that needs to come to an end, if it's a person yeah. who has been toxic and, and you need a reminder not to interact with that individual, whatever it is that you have to do to make sure that there is consistency in your decision, do it. Do it. 
do it. I like that. Let's find ways to make ourselves consistent. And here's the thing. Buying something may not be the way that you do it. For you, it might be not buying something because you need to know yourself. Yeah. You need to know what your struggles are. You need to know what your habits are. You need to know what's going to benefit me in the long run. I know another decision that I had to make was maybe you can stop shopping. <laughs> <laughs> so, journal. You know, they, maybe they need to journal it. You know, like a journal. Maybe you need to journal it. Or... Maybe you need to sit down in your vehicle one day, open the voice notes recorder in your phone and talk it out to yourself oh, because yeah. you can't be trusted to talk it out to somebody else. Right. Um, find whatever it is that works for you according to your truth. Because here's the thing, what works for me is not necessarily always going to work for you. But you need to be in tune with who you are as a person to what actually makes you better what makes you better and you need to know what that is so my encouragement our encouragement to all of the women out there is to not only just identify the toxic things in your life whatever it may be but annihilate it and make the annihilation consistent like bishop said we have to take ownership yes (laughs) and then we got to release it we have to surrender it we got to let it go ownership and surrender because nachos will be nachos <laughs> that's, gonna be that's the way uh, that is the way that we are going to end this show today nachos be <laughs> because nachos will be nachos no matter what we love y'all we'll be back next week with another amazing topic we promise it will be um eye opening it will be uplifting and uh-huh. we're definitely going to be pushing one another to be better women Mm -hmm. until next time y'all you've been tuning into girl talk we love y'all have a great day bye guys Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. At Zenni, you get the same quality frame and lens options that you'd get from an optician for one-tenth of the price, including blue blockers, progressives, prescription sunglasses, and more. The best part? Try on any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Zenni.com. Eyewear for everyone.